Hello, 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 loves. Um, okay, let's dive into something uh, kind of deep, kind of serious, but also something that, uh, again, as usual, um, I've noticed uh, going on in this past week, the hot topic of the week. Sorry, guys, just setting up, just set myself up a little bit differently today, and uh, I was late. I was... Hi, Joe. Um, a little bit late because uh, as often happens, I was on a call with somebody helping them figure out some relationship stuff and literally was on the phone with them up until like a minute before I set up completely new. So sorry for being late. Um, so today, what I want to talk about, hey, Rosebud. Uh, today, what I want to talk about is how we, and especially women, but really anybody who's looking for a relationship, like, and, and I, you know, obviously like a relationship, right? Because, uh, thanks for the books. Yes, you're welcome. Joe, Joe just got a bunch of books for his daughters, his teen daughters, which is perfect. Um, you know, when we're looking for a relationship, which, which we are driven to do. Hi, Tiffany. When we're looking for a relationship, we're looking for somebody who's giving us attention because that's what we want in a relationship. The problem is we are not discerning enough and that's that's what I see in people a lot is they're not discerning enough and they're falling for attention instead of for what they should actually be falling for and that's sort of the, the scope of today's topic is stop falling for attention. Um, you know, I, I saw this uh, over New Year's. Um, I was at a party, a friend of mine, was you know she's single and there's a guy there who was paying attention hello makeup love um you know and this is this is all about not just falling for attention and this this is high babe this is what she kept saying is the attention is nice i'm enjoying the attention and she almost hooked up with this guy just because of the amount of attention that he was giving her. And and we do this a lot. We fall for the attention. Here's why she didn't hook up with him. I sat with the two of them and I knew more about him than she did. And, and I go, hey, so uh, where are you living right now? And he goes, with my parents. So, <laughs> She goes, oh my God, thank you for that because I just went totally dry. Um, hey, Michaela. So, you know, she was falling for the attention. She loved the attention. She was saying, um, I'm really enjoying the attention. And of course we do because we are biologically made to want attention. This is This is what drives us to like come together and make babies so that the human species continues. It's we feel attracted to attention. We feel uplifted by attention. We feel validated by attention. But this guy wasn't giving her attention because he wanted a relationship. He absolutely did not want a relationship. He just wanted somebody to hook up with on New Year's night at a party, right? He was just looking to have some fun. And when you're not paying enough attention to the periphery, right, which is the character, the personality, who this person is, what their goals are, what you actually have in common, 
whether you're on the same page or not. Does he want a relationship? Does he want the same things you do? Is he successful enough to make something work between the two of you, right? Like attention should never be enough. I'm on TikTok, you guys, and I, you know, when I'm scrolling through, like TikTok knows what to send me and it, and it keeps putting like on the For You page, these girls who are like, ah, oh, like I keep getting clown, like they're literally drawing clown makeup on their faces while they're doing a TikTok because they keep falling for attention. They keep falling for guys who show them just like a little bit of attention and then they go over to their place and they hook up and they're hooking up because they're like wanting something more from this person. And then when they finally get the courage after months and months of saying, you know, hey, where is this going? And the guy's like, well, you know, I was just having fun. It's a trap to fall just for attention and to not really be specific about what it is that you want and not be courageous enough to actually wait for what you want. And this is why I separate us, as, I, I separate us into three parts, which is the biological body, the logical mind, the spiritual connections. The biological body is that part of you that mother nature has put together in order to continue the species, right? And she puts those drives and impulses and she puts that ability to just fall for attention into you. But it's not enough. Hey man, how are you? It's not enough if you want something long-term. Attention should never be enough. It should not be the guiding force the guiding factor into whether or not you should hook up with this person, give them your time, give them your physicality, give them your affection and exclude anybody else. Hello, exclude anybody else who might want to be with you, who might want to date you. I see so many girls, they see somebody that they're attracted to, that person gives them attention. They want a relationship but they're not courageous enough to come right out and say it. And they think if I give him enough attention back, if I let him take up my time, if I give myself to him and you know, listen guys, like I have nothing against sexuality. I have nothing against sex. I have nothing against having fun. Ask my husband. <laughs> like we have done some kinky fucking shit guys. And I did some kinky fucking shit before him. I have nothing against exploring your body and your sexuality. What I advise against is giving yourself up in the hopes that it's going to turn into what it is that you want, that you're gonna hook this person by giving them what I call your rewards. And listen, if you're a woman, that ultimate reward is your body. If you're a man, that reward is your time and your service and your ability to come through for somebody. So, you know, if you're not courageous enough to ask them before you start rewarding them, are we on the same page? Because I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for a forever home. What are you looking for? If, if you're too scared to ask that, you're going to lose time. You're going to lose yourself. And honestly, I'm going to you're going to frustrate yourself and I want you to take responsibility for that. You can't give in to somebody in the hopes. And this is what I call the hoping game. You can't give in to somebody with the hope that is going to turn into what you want and then get pissed off that it didn't become what you wanted because it's on you. 
because you didn't ask in the beginning, because you fell for attention instead of facts. So if you're courageous enough going forward and you see somebody you like and, and you want, let me see if I can fix this, and you want a relationship and that's what you're looking for and that's you know what you're driving for, you're done having fun, you've had your fun time and now really for you it's time to settle into something if you ask that in the very, very beginning, more likely than not, you will get an honest answer. And again, it's gonna be up to you to believe the words that are coming out of that person's mouth. Guys, I want you to chime in with like any questions that you have at any point. And again, it doesn't even have to be related to what I'm talking about, because if it's on a totally different topic, I'll just you know kind of like finish my thought and then help you with what it is that you want to have your question answered about. But here's the thing, when you when you meet somebody and you like them and you're getting attention and you're like, maybe this is gonna be the relationship that I want. And you're courageous enough to say, hey, you know what, like, I just, I just want you to know, like I've actually had all the fun that I wanna have, I've done all this exploration, I know what this body wants, I know what this body likes, but now it's, you know, I'm elevating it, right? From my biological body to my logical mind and my brain, my body, my soul, every part of me is ready for a relationship. And this is what I'm looking for. What about you? Hello, Raven. What about you? If you can ask that, if you can put yourself out there with this person, be honest about what it is that you're looking for and then ask them where they are and then listen to what they say, you put yourself in a much better position to get exactly what you wanted. Hi, single girl. Lovey, we are talking about, uh, you know, being courageous enough to ask for what it is that you want in the very beginning and then listening to what the person says so that you're not falling for attention. So you're not being led by the fact that they're giving you attention, but they're not actually willing to give you what it is that you want, which is a relationship because that's what you're ready for at this point. When you ask that, what is what about you? What is it that you're looking for? What do you want? And really what you're saying is, what do you, what do you want from me? Because people know really in the beginning where they're at, if they're ready for a relationship or not. And, and people figure out really quickly if they're gonna be looking for a relationship with you. Because listen, when you're on a first date with somebody or when you first meet somebody, it takes seven seconds to make a first impression, which means, and especially males, right? Because listen, like my husband met me once and then came back and asked me out um, the very next day because it clicked in his mind. Males, either you're clicking in his brain or you're not. So don't be afraid to ask them, where do you, you know, really don't, don't ask where do you see us going because it's, it's too early. Just what do you want? Because if they're in relationship mode, if they're looking for somebody to be in a relationship with, they're gonna let you know. And, and if you're, you're clicking in their mind, they're going to let you know, right? So let's say they're actually looking for a relationship, but you're not clicking in their mind and you say, I've had all my fun, I want to, you know, I, I really want a relationship now, what about you? Even if they're looking for a relationship and it's not clicking with you, they're gonna say, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not looking for something right now because they don't want you to get the impression that the playtime, 
that the attention they're going to give you is leading towards a relationship. If you hear those words and you give them the time, give them the physicality, give them the attention, give them the help that they're looking for, you're, you're doing this at your own risk. You're, you're risking your heart because you're going to get hurt. And I'm telling you, that is on you. It is your responsibility to ask the right questions at the beginning, to learn what it is that they're telling you, to believe the words that are coming out of their mouths, and then to keep yourself open for the person who is clicking on you, who when you say that, when you ask that, who says, well, you know, I, you know, like I am, I like I am looking for something and do you want to go out for dinner, right? Like, like look for the signs that they're looking for something with you. So a man says, have you watched a series Modern Love? And what did you think about it? I did not watch Modern Love. So I actually don't have an opinion about it. Um, uh, Birch, uh, so Joe says attention dwindles after the honeymoon stage. Guess what, my love? Mm-mm. It really doesn't. Uh, it's not that attention dwindles. It's not. It's that we need to go back to our regular life, right? So during the honeymoon stage, we sleep less, but we still feel rested, which means we have more waking hours that we can spend together and that we give each other. People who make their own hours will work less because they're more enthusiastic about spending time with this new person because Mother Nature made us that way because she wants us to hook up a lot and make a baby. Um, so it's not that attention dwindles. And I'll tell you a story about that. Like after the honeymoon phase with my husband, I you know, started to feel like I missed him a lot because we were spending less time together because we had to go back to our regular lives. I had to go back to managing a store, putting a lot of hours in, working two jobs. He had to go back to his business and you know, he was getting off work at 9.30 at night instead of 11.30 at night to spend extra time with me, but he had to go back to putting those two hours back into work because he ran his own business. And so I started missing him and I, I would say to him, baby, did you miss me today? Because I wanted to know that he missed me too. And he'd say, no, I didn't. I was too busy. And it was like, oh, like a dagger in my heart. And and it hurt my feelings for him to say, no, I didn't miss you. So then I, I, I went to him and I said, you know, like I really need to hear those words. And, and it kind of bothers me that you're saying you don't miss me. And he goes, well, here's the thing. You're always with me. Time and space actually don't really exist in terms of where you are inside my heart and inside my mind. So, you know, it's, it's not that, um, it's not that the attention dwindles in his mind. The attention was still there because his attention was still on me. It's just, he didn't have the same amount of time to spend with me. So keep that in mind. The person who is in love with you, who is falling in love with you, even when they have to go back to their regular lives and you don't have as much time to spend together, that person is still very deeply connected to you. So yes, the quantity of time that you spend together may go down, but for them, the quality is still increasing because their emotions are still growing for you. They still feel very, very connected. And I get that now. I didn't get it then because, you know, for me, like, like presence meant presence, but for him, presence was always present. I hope that made sense to you. Um, but I get it now. Now I can spend a lot of time away from him, yet I still feel equally connected to him. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. So 
Rosebud says, I've been focused on myself the past few months, but miss having someone around. Is it possible to continue bettering myself and be in a relationship at the same time? 100%. I do this in coaching all the time. I teach people how to deal with their emotions, how to deal with the demons in their head, and how to raise connectivity, even though they're not in the same room with somebody. And if you've read my book, I'm going to grab this, guys. If you've read my book, and I know this is backwards, but if you've read my book, No More Assholes, then the very first story, and the thing is like, there's seven steps in this book. So grounding, clarity, overcoming fear, connecting, discovery, intimacy, love. These are the seven steps that ascend you into the right relationship that is deeply spiritual, deeply loving, deeply connected, deeply functional, because I teach you function in this book because I'm a social scientist, not just a person who used to be an idiot in relationships, which is why I said no more assholes. Um, but before each step, I actually write a short story about myself and how that step related to me in my love life. And the story that I wrote before grounding was about how I was at a meditation retreat and I was, you know, towards the end of this retreat of learning how to really meditate and just create this space in my mind and, and be like super connected to my spirituality. The last exercise that I did, I was sitting across from somebody and, you know, he had a piece of paper and it had somebody's name and it had their location and there was something really seriously wrong with that person. And I went into my meditative space. I pulled this person into my meditative space. I, fe I felt them out, guys. I could feel their energy against my hand. I literally felt someone else's energy. And I told my partner he's an amputee. I was right. I've never met that person. We weren't even in the same room, but I could feel his energy and I, I knew what was wrong with him. Like, how do you guess that about a complete stranger that you've never met, that you've never seen? I could do that because we can feel each other's energy. So Rosebud, yes, you can focus on yourself. You can grow yourself. You can develop yourself and, and, and you can feel someone else. You can connect with them. You don't have to be in the same room. I experienced that now with my husband. We actually send each other messages like telepathically. It's freaking crazy, but it's true. Um, so, and, and the thing is my husband works a hundred hours a week. And I'm still always growing and developing myself and, and just becoming a more evolved person. So here's the thing though. Oh, hello, love. Hello, Sheldon. Um, here's the thing. You are always in control of yourself and your development. It is always, always up to you. The key is choosing the kind of partner that supports that. And I always say the right relationship is a super power. You want to be with the kind of person who doesn't weigh you down with fights, with dysfunction, who is trustworthy so that your mind isn't preoccupied because the more free your mind is, the more you can grow because the more you can focus on your growth and your development. So that is really super important. If you're going to be in a relationship, you really have to choose somebody who you trust. Like trust is a huge, huge factor. Even when I don't know where my husband is, I know where he is. Like, I'm not worried about him. I don't need to check his phone. He doesn't check my phone. And the most important words that your partner should be saying to you is, what do you need? 
What do you want? What will make you happy? The right person is focused as much on your happiness and helping you achieve that as they are focused on their own. Rosebud says that makes total sense. Love you for that. Guys, I love your questions. Let's spend some time together. Let's get some more questions. Let's get some more topics going. Because for me, this is like super, super fun. Um, let me see here. Ooh, where are all the good men at? <laughs> Just like, I'm playing book roulette. Um, love playing book roulette. So I want to actually do a little shout out right now to people who do like um, retreats or, uh, you know, bring women together for... Um, you know, to teach some stuff. Uh, there's like dance classes that bring women together to teach them how to better move their body, be more controlled. There's, uh, you know, people who do groups teaching them how to be more physically fit. Um, you know, there's just two girls in Toronto. They love to bring me in so that I teach women how to have better relationships. This is like a clothing store that does YouTube videos where they bring on guests and they, they have these people talk about different topics, whether it be like healing from cancer, having a baby, maybe going through infertility, all sorts of different things. And I love showing up for women. I love coming to workshops. I love teaching women about the kind of relationships they should be in, what the red flags are, what they should be avoiding. Um, you know, what are the signs of a good man versus, you know, the, the red flags that you should be watching out for? So if you do stuff like that, if you organize women, if you bring them together, I'd love it if you reached out to me and, and you said, hey, Chantal, like, like I bring together groups of women. I really love you to come and talk to them about relationships, about, you know, who they should be in a relationship, who their partner should be in a relationship, who are the kind of person they should be walking away from. Why do they themselves walk away from people who are perfect for them? Um, you know, seven qualities that a man looks for in a woman. That's like such a hot topic for women because it is so super enlightening why women should be using a no kissing for three months rule in order to make sure that they're getting into the right relationships. And guys, let me grab this. Ugh. I wrote a ton of books. I wrote a ton of books because there is so much to talk about when it comes to relationships. There's so much that I love to teach you. Let me just do a quick run through because some of you are new. So no more apps. This is a two-stage vetting process. This is a book that teaches you how to find the right partner. After the first kiss, this is the book that teaches you how to keep that partner by not turning little things into big fights. Fix that shit is the book that teaches you how to settle into the relationship and get into the reality phase and not fight over baggage over and over and over again, having the same fights. Come back queen, need to get over a breakup? That's the book that's gonna help you do that. Fake love need not apply. Do you need to know the different kinds of guys that are wrong? The fakes, the predators, the phonies, who should you be running away from? I help you see them a mile away. That is so super important. And then of course, Say Yes to Goodness is the book that teaches you how to really look at your life in 10 different ways and understand how you can be super, super happy. So guys, I love you. I will see you again on Monday at noon. And as usual, I love that you show up. I love that we're here. I love that we're having these discussions.